Everybody, welcome back to the Hit Factor. Today we have the normal crew back on. Jason, Jared, Jeff. Uh, we have a couple of semi-interesting topics. Um, so to start off, we got we got Jared here coming in with Shot Show news. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, tell us. Uh, Tell us how it went, Jared. Well, a pretty normal shot show. You know, I worked, talked to people about guns. Um, they, they really, they cracked down a lot this year on uh, letting people who shouldn't be in the show in the show. So, didn't have much, but we all refer to them as like tire kickers. People who are more asking about like buying for themselves and have no, no business in the industry, which is what the show is about as an industry trade show. So... Well, not a lot less people, but I think I heard attendance was down like 20%, so we saw a significantly reduced number of people there. Um, I didn't get much chance to check stuff out, but I did I did check out that new Alien Pistol. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, our uh, our Dan Wesson DWX was a was a pretty popular item of the show. So th- those, were, those were about the only two things I saw there that were new or different um we can talk about the alien a little bit though so they're still working on the initial 500 gun release they're like five thousand dollars so i'm sure they're selling very well in the u.s <laughs> and then they're when they come out with a production or carry optics version of it that doesn't have all the extra stuff they said the msrp is going to be between like 37 and like 4100 dollars. so i don't really see it selling well as a u.s psa production gun either but it, it was really cool. Hmm. Is Otherwise, the, I saw the picture of it that had the optic on it. Uh-huh. Is, that, is that a slide mounted? Like, did the optic move? So they have three different ways of mounting the optic. They had, like, a plate that was up there with the optic mounted directly to. They had, like, a Picatinny plate that you can mount the optic to. And they had the one where you mount the optic, where the optic is mounted to the slide, which would comply with current rules where... Where it must be mounted to the slide. Hmm. And it's like, I don't I don't know if that would work in USPSA or not. Yeah. Trigger was pretty good in it too. Uh, I don't really see how it, it, it's a single action only trigger. I don't see it being approved as a production gun, but being that the uh, powers that be approved that plastic frame uh, STI as a nineteen eleven, I guess anything's possible these days. I kind of thought it was already approved. The alien? I don't think yeah. so. It is an IPSA, not in USPSA. Right. No. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. It looks like a cool gun, but I mean, the, the, like you said, the price tag just seems like it's going to be such a hurdle to get over with to I, I just, to shoot one. I feel like it's one of those things where it, people aren't like super price sensitive, but. Four thousand boxes is going to be a hard sell. Uh, to to get enough units sold to make it production legal, it's going to be hard in a timely manner because you know two thousand guns, and then uh, it's also going to be a, a tough sell to get people to adopt it. If you start talking a serious competitor, you're going to spend eight thousand dollars to shoot it in competition. It's a, a lot of money, and then 
I I think if they got down to more more closer to like the twenty five hundred or under price mark, I think they would. I think that's kind of the the top of the mark for like a production gun. Why does it cost so much? Because, because technology people people like to make money. Alien alien technology is expensive. I, yeah, I'm technology is expensive. I'm thinking I'm thinking people like to make money. So the only reason it could be that expensive. So you don't think it's because the manufacturing process is that much more involved or anything? No. You think, I, I don't see how it would be any more involved to manufacture that than, say, like our, our Dan Weston DWX. I mean, yeah, of course you would say that. I'm just saying. It can't be any more involved. And one, one gun costs. Eighteen hundred. The other one costs five or four thousand. It's a pretty big price difference. Yeah. Hmm. So let me ask you a question: If that gun was two thousand dollars and it was production legal tomorrow, and they were in the stores, how how many people in the sport would you think go out would go out and buy those guns? I think I think you sell a lot of them. I think there's a significant number of people who casually play in this sport, who want cool new guns, and would buy it. I kind of think you start seeing them uh, fairly often, too. I don't know that it would mm-hmm. it would replace, like, the Shadow 2, because, like, the Shadow 2 was the, was that the number one gun in carry optics? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, no, number two in carry optics, number one in production. Number one in production. So, you know, I don't know that it would replace that, but I think you'd see a lot of guys... No. It's a it's a cool gun. I'd be curious to shoot it a little bit uh, with the barrel being so low in the gun. I, I think the I think the frame would get really hot when you shot a I've, lot. I've heard that there's reports of it getting hot. I don't I don't I I have a shot so I don't know if it would. I just feel like it probably would. Yeah. And then well I mean I listened to Ben's podcast earlier today and Wansick said he shot it mm-hmm. and he said that while it didn't the muzzle didn't rise there was a lot of like um I'm trying to remember exactly our kind of what he said that there's a lot of just transfer of the impulse. And so while it's not like rising, it's still disturbing the sights. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's not, it's not while it does shoot kind of flatter, it's not necessarily going to make him win nationals. If he picks it up is what he kind of what he said. It's, so, it's pretty so cool I mean, though. Yeah, it is. It does look pretty cool. I think Jason should buy one and test it for carry optics. Yeah. How do you know you're? How do you know you're not shooting the you're you're shooting the best gun if you don't test the best gun? That's a good. That's a good question. You gotta test them all to know, right? That's right. Don't, dude. It's just money. You can make more it tomorrow. Is, it is just money. You can't take it with you. That's right. But no. yeah, otherwise, uh, didn't really see much of Shot Show. Um, I was there to work. I feel like that show is probably a lot of fun if you can go. Like walk around and look at everything, but from from my position, it's it's working a trade show, so it's it's fun in the regards of you know I got I got some buddies all over the country that I get to see that I don't see otherwise. Um, you know, I get to talk about guns all week, get paid for it, but it's still work at the end of the day. Cool. Did you, uh, did you go check out the Berettas? I did. I went and looked at the nine two X. I wish I hadn't. Yeah. Because I thought it was so cool 
because I, I've always liked to look at Berettas. Like, 92s, you know, all the action movies of my childhood. Yeah. I always, always liked to look at them. So I was really excited that gun was going to be really cool. And then I was kind of uninspired by it whenever I picked it up and dry-fired it. The trigger, like, I, I had to built up these expectations in my head based on what they said, and then it came it came way short. Like the trigger was okay, it wasn't it wasn't good, it wasn't bad. It was just kind of meh. Uh, grip was a little short for my hand. <laughs> Weight was nice. Durations were nice. I mean, it's it's it is a cool gun. I just wish I had like not picked it up and would have would have stayed like thinking how awesome it was. That's uh, that's a really sad story. Mm. I wasn't gonna switch away from the Shadow Twos, anyways. How did the trigger compare to the Shadow? Oh, uh, I mean, factory. I would definitely say it was probably lighter. It just uh, it felt kind of. I just didn't. It didn't feel like really like a good firm break or anything. It just kind of felt mushy. The best I can describe it. It was slightly better than a Glock. Not even close to a Canic. I don't know. I've never, I've never shot a Canic. Not good enough to shoot those premium firearms, Jason. <laughs> uh, no, right. it's it's a cool gun. Uh, I'd like to actually shoot one, see how it shoots, but. I don't want to shoot one of the open ones. That, I didn't see the open one there at all. So, I didn't get to check it out. I bet it's really cool, though. I'm I'm anxious to see how many rounds that gun can take. The open it'll, gun. It'll go, it'll go mm-hmm. until it breaks, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a little strange, right? To have, yeah. like, a, a top competitor in open shooting... An open gun where the dot is clipped onto the rail. Like, it's it's a strange setup. I don't, I don't know what to think of that. I mean, if anyone can win with that gun, it's going to be JJ. I just, I wonder if it's truly, like, equal or if he's just getting paid to shoot it. It just seems like it's, like, bulky and it'll be unbalanced or something to have the big old rail clipped on way down low and yeah, I don't know. Could be yeah, wrong. I haven't even seen that, so I don't even know what exactly you're talking I mean I can understand what you're describing, but I guess I didn't realize that's so it there's a the mount is on the Picatinny are they on the light rail? Yeah. And then it just mm-hmm. comes up around the side and then the dots on top. So it's kind of mm-hmm. bulky and goofy looking. Yeah, like a Glock. The comp design looks pretty outdated too. Yeah, it's nothing special. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'll be uh, I'll be curious to see how JJ does with it. I mean, he seems to like it, but maybe he's gushing all over it online because you know he's paid well, to. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you seem to like CZs, so. Yeah, but I like CZs before I started working there or shooting them. Sure, you did. Sure. I bought I bought my first uh, my first Shadow Two before I was on the shooting team. Cool. <laughs> All right, now we can now we can talk about uh, Jason and his his quest to find the worst pistol possible to shoot in competition and selecting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we know 
or everybody knows now that Jason has settled on the Canic or Yannick or whatever you want to call it. Or Jonic. 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 Yeah. So, I guess first tell us why you decided on that one, which you may have already done that in the last episode. No, no, but, uh, yeah, I don't remember. But when last you get episode. past that, we need to yeah, get into the, the stuff about the other guns, too. Let's start there. Why did you finalize your decision to shoot, or shoot that gun? I liked a lot of the guns I shot. I liked just about every one of the guns I shot. I liked them a lot. Um, I found that um, I just, it didn't matter what I shot. I shot anything equally as well, um, you know, to the, for the most part. Um, but I just liked it. I was looking for something different. I'm not going to lie about it. I was kind of just tired of the Glock. I was kind of disgruntled about the optic plates coming loose on the Glock, which seems to be a problem with the Glocks. Uh, from some people I've talked to, and then I've had the experience. So I was just looking for something different. Uh, and out of all the ones I shot, I, it's not that I – one was a clear winner or as far as one was just absolutely better. Um, I liked a lot about everything. Um, I just I just settled on it. I had to also kind of quit screwing around and and pick one. And it seems like that one – I felt like I might be shooting that one really well. Uh, I mean, I am shooting it really well, but I kind of felt like I'm just shooting. I'm in the zone with it. Um, Jeff's seen me shoot two matches with it. I've shot total four matches with it. Um, it's just, I'm, I'm gelling with it pretty good. And, um, not that I wouldn't with any of the other guns, but I don't really have a good example. It's got a really great trigger. Um, it's got the best trigger of any gun right now. That is not a 1911. Yeah, and if you don't, if you, if, you, if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's because you haven't shot one or dry fired one. Uh, now let me rephrase that: you have to pull the trigger shoe out and put an aftermarket trigger shoe in it. But once you do, but even before you do that, it's got a as good of a trigger as a lot most of the guns. So um, it's very accurate, and I just like it. All right, how many rounds do you have on them so far? On this one, I I have over I have to have over two I have somewhere to two to three thousand because I've shot it a lot in testing, and then I've shot it you know like I said four matches and a couple of practice sessions, um, and so I've got about I'm gonna say about two to three thousand so let's just call it twenty five hundred. How many now, you plan? How many uh, how many backup guns do you plan to get? Uh, at least one, if not two. Uh, with the guns being at the price point they are, it kind of makes it easier to get another a third one. Um, I never did that with the Glock, but I thought about doing it with the Glocks because they're also, you know, at the lower price point. But um, right now, I'll just get another one, and um, I'm hoping that I don't have any surprises at the five thousand, seven thousand, you know, round marks because then I'll have to rethink <laughs> everything. But um, the gun just shoots really good, man. It's, it's accurate and shoots good. So it, seems, it seems to work for me. Internally, the only thing you changed is the trigger shoe. Um, no. Only, I changed the trigger shoe, changed the firing pin, uh, the striker spring, and then put a new. There's a I had to add a spring on the trigger return spring because it's um this new trigger shoe basically takes all the pre travel out of the trigger, so it it puts more tension on the trigger return spring. So I went to Bass Pro and bought a, a package of split rings, 
And on the back of that trigger return spring, I added the split ring and then locked and then hooked that onto the trigger bar. Wow, that doesn't sound like ghettoified at all. <laughs> doesn't sound what? Doesn't sound ghettoified at all. Oh. Well, if you don't do that, it, it preloads that trigger spring more. And um, I just happened to do it. I don't know that it's a, a necessity, but I did it and it works fine. And um, everything does until it doesn't. Exactly. But every gun out there has to have all the springs ripped out and put new, put new ones in there. So it's no different in that sense. Um, True. The trigger, True. the actual, the actual striker spring doesn't even need to be replaced because the way the trigger mechanism is, it, it, it's you know, it, it does lose uh, lessen the pull, but it doesn't. It's a, it's, it's as much as a single action as a striker fired gun can be. <laughs> so when you pull the trigger, it does not pull the striker back. It releases it. You know what I mean? Whereas a Glock starts to pull the striker back a little bit until the trigger bar drops down. Yeah. So, so how how's the uh, how's the mag capacity with it? Whenever you put bases and spring kits in them. Well, so this gun comes with you can get it with uh, it comes with I think two mags that I was able to get twenty one in. And so then I bought some aftermarket base pads. I bought one ta- uh, Terran Tactical, and then I bought a couple of uh, Freelance Taylor, Taylor Freelance. And you can get 22 of those, and then if you put the grams, springs, and guts, you can get 23 reloadable. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. That was kind of another thing. I, the Glocks, I got used to shooting them, and I shot them well. And um, But I always hated messing with the Glock mags. They seem to just be a problem. Uh, they get roughed up, and then they kind of hold up friction in the gun, and don't want to spit out. You kind of, and I got used to doing it. So you just have to make sure you hold the gun vertically and basically push the mag button. Um, and this gun's not as bad as the Glock, but it's, it's not as good as I would like it. Some of the other guns really spit mags out real well. So, but again, it's a technique thing. Do you guys typically replace your match mags every year? Yes. Me too. Well, I, I replaced the mags, but also I don't use match mag. I mean, they're match mags, so yeah, you know, yeah. And I have practice mags, and and I'm going to replace the springs in them. But my, but anyways, back to the Glock. The, I want to say it's about the Glock. The Glock, you can only get 22. I could really only get 22 in there. And if I had one, if you you know you left it load for a week, it would compress the spring to where you could get 23 in there, but you couldn't get them in. I couldn't get them in reloadable. And it was with uh, you only could do it with uh, one brand of one brand of base pads, and pulling the base pads off the Glocks are a pain in the ass. So, anyways, but so I, I like the magazine setup better. Um, but yeah. So you mentioned plate system issues with the MOS. What changed on the plate with this that makes it better? What's different? I don't know that it's better because I don't have the same amount of rounds on it. So I may be in for a surprise. But the Glock MOS plate system, I don't know if the screws are the tap, the holes that are tapped in the slide itself are just not deep enough and the screws are short. So, and then, and then I think the Glock five, Gen 5s, I've heard people talk, I think this is the case, that they, are, they heat up faster and I don't know why. But if you sit there and do, a, you know, like a bunch of doubles drills or in build drills, whatever, those drills where you're shooting six and eight shots, and you do a couple mags of those, you know, and you've now got 36 rounds through the gun. 
that gun gets pretty hot. And I think that that just radiates down towards the back of the, the slide. This is all just my guesstimations that uh, it just gets hot and heats up that lock tight and then the screws start walking out. Something I, I don't know. I mean, if you're a screw expert out there, let me know. But uh, if, you, if you went to college for screws. Yeah, and, maybe uh, you need to stake them in or something. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I had three of them walk loose on me and um, in one year. So I, I personally do think, though, that direct milling is the, is the best route for a red dot. Not disagreeing. Even though I've never ran one, I mean, I had the gun that I shot a little bit, but I never, I've not really run one through the motions. But um, yeah, so, anyways. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So let's uh, let's get into the other guns. Which which ones were good at what? So um, accuracy. Was there one that you could just drive nails with better than the rest of them? Picking up, I want to say the Walter, the Canic, and the, just picking them up, the Walter and the Canic seem to be the most accurate. Saying that, if I would have, if every time I shot, went out there and shot, and I spent a little time with, on the trigger, practicing with the um, Shadow 2s, it was just as accurate, if not the most accurate. For some reason, picking it up, I just felt like the uh, Canic and the Walters were just the way my hands fit the grips and the, I pulled the trigger. I don't know. Whereas when I went to that new, you know, that actual hammer fired, I don't know what it was, but initially I just wouldn't shoot the, the, the Shadow 2 as accurate. But within about 30 minutes of just shooting groups, I was just as good, if not better. Saying that, I also think the Glocks are very accurate. People don't think that, but I think if you can manipulate the trigger correctly without inducing problems, I think the Glock's pr pretty dang accurate. But I got to give the most accuracy probably to the Walther or to the Shadow 2. Okay. What about uh, like grip ergonomics? Not the controls, just the grip ergonomics. I gotta say, off the top of my head, I like the Legion the best, and then the Shadow mm -hmm. too. <clears throat> and the reason why I like the Legion better than the Shadow too is because it's wider. I just like the, the wider grip. Yeah. But, hey, the the Legion's kind of a cool gun because it's so different from everything else. Yeah. Did y'all see that uh, Wilson released their? custom 320 grip modules no i didn't know they did yeah i What's saw that today special about them they're laser engraved just like their their glocks they make i want to say i don't think i think that's a waste of money um i think personally that if you're gonna pay to get something made more aggressive you need to do silicone carbide or something like that, because I don't think stippling is as aggressive. No, silicon carbide is pretty awesome. Yeah, some people would disagree with that, and that's fine. I mean, and not saying that's just my opinion, but I feel like um, a lot of the times, some mo a lot of the stippling is almost just a step above not stippled. 
Right. Once once you get it smoothed out. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take long either. Um, now, I mean, there's some of them that I've, you know, that real fine stippling on the Glocks is nice, but that laser stuff, it doesn't, I, I've, I've held a couple of them that have been done from places that do the laser ones and I wasn't impressed and thought it was a waste of money. Do you even have anything on your, your gun? No. No. So, uh, in 2017, I shot a Glock Gen 4, and I had I did do a silicone carbide uh, grip job. And then earlier last year in 2019, when um, I bought those Gen 5s, I was debating whether or not I was going to do that, and I decided not to. So I shot the entire year with nothing, no nothing on them, no grip tape. I'll I'll rip the grip tape off. The grip tape doesn't stay put for me. I don't care what anybody says, you, it won't stay put. Um, I don't care how well you clean the grip. I don't care how well you heat it up. I don't care what anybody says. It does not stay. And um, But so last year, I didn't put anything on it. just shot it. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you shoot a gun without any sort of grip texture. I constantly think about it and think, I need to put something on there, and I just never did it. Um, so it's not that it's just sufficient as it is? I don't know. I just got over it and got used to it and, and just shot i put a lot of you you've seen me probably you noticed my little routine with the with the pro grip but oh yeah yeah i noticed how yeah. fast do you go through a bottle of pro grip i use during the summertime i use one like every two or three weeks yeah i feel like i use one about that if not you know but something like that because i want it on my left hand palm and i'll even put it on the gun i even put it on the gun and blow on it to get it to dry <laughs> oh no you need to spray you need the spray kind. Spray I didn't it like the spray, spray kind. No, no. Use the spray kind to put on your gun and the gel yeah. to put on your hand. There you go. I might have to do that. And then I put it on put it on my hands too. And then I put it on my um I, I put the pro grip on each one of my left fingers, my four fingers, and I get it kind of run down that and then I run that those fingers on the outside of my right hand fingers. So I want traction there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I put it on, yeah. So, I mean, I just walk around looking like I jacked yeah, off. You look like you jacked off an elephant. <laughs> like an elephant or something. <laughs> okay. So. I was wondering if you just were cool with no texture or, or if you were planning on it. What your plan was there? I actually think I'm, I, I've been thinking about it. I was like, man, I think I'm going to put it on the Canic. But then I'm like, no, dude, you just, I mean, you've seen me shoot, shoot a couple times. It's not holding me back. You know, no, the gun ain't not even, at all. The no, you shoot even. it fine. So I think what's holding you back is switching guns all the time. Nobody wants to hear your logic, Jared. Yeah, we're past that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, did you did you make any changes to your red dots, or did you decide to stick with uh, Delta Point Pros? I'm sticking with Delta Point Pros for the foreseeable future. I didn't like the SRO. So. I wasn't a huge fan either. I hope I hope they didn't bite me in the ass and I have a bunch of dots break, but after hearing everybody or a lot of people say the SROs aren't problem free and then I didn't like the magnification that they, they did. So now saying that we shot the first stage on Sunday, I was all about this in the low sun. This double dot crap, and then shooting at Tulsa Sunday um, with my Delta Point, I didn't get a double dot, but we had a stage where that sun was just over the berm, and it, man, it freaking haloed my dot real bad, and um, that that 
kind of annoyed me. But I'm not sure that that wasn't because of the way I cleaned it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've never cleaned mine. Well, that's probably best. Hmm. Okay. So, all right, now controls. Controls is a funny one because it all depends on your hand. So, like... I feel like the best one was the Shadow 2 for the thumb release because it's like it's got that little paddle that you can adjust and you don't really have to move anything. Um, but then Shadow 2, to release the slide stop, you really have to use your weak hand thumb if the very minimum few times you actually need to do that. But And, and I feel like anybody that shot um, a 1911 sh- should be used to doing that. Our Shadow should be used to doing that. So that's not really a problem either. Cause you kind of, as you're getting your hand, your, your support hand set, you just do it on the way up. Right. So, um, the best one, let me think here. The Glock's definitely not the best one for mag release, probably the worst in my opinion, but you get used to it. Um, the Walter probably not very good either because it's of the stock grips. Now, if you put aftermarket, uh, grips on it, it was pretty nice. Controls, man, it's just hard. Uh, best one, uh, probably the Canic. It's got a really good extended, and it's got a really easy to get to slide release if you want to do it with one hand. If not, then the Shadow Two. So it's a tie. Hmm. I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't. I would not choose a gun based on those two problems. Those two issues. Especially in CO, where you don't use a slide release ever. Yeah, ever. That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. You know, and if you're shooting carry out. Um, production where you might actually go dry a lot more then you may do it but i still wouldn't choose that wouldn't use that as a ch- for a choice next question what about uh like muzzle control i think okay so here's a, here's a funny thing about that so last year when i was shooting the glock i would everyone when they came out with the steel frame walter I remember saying, hey, let me shoot that gun. Let me shoot that gun. So I took my ammo and I shot it. And I remember thinking, I was like, wow, this gun, it kicks harder than my Glock. I was like, that's not possible. So I just kind of put it aside, didn't think about it. And um, I come to find out that that has a, uh, the Walter has a step chamber. So I was shooting the couple weeks ago and I, I was chronoing it. And I took the same ammo that was in my Glock that made about a 130 power factor. And in that Walther, it was making 135. And the barrel's shorter. And I was told that it was going to be hotter out of the Walther because of the step chambered, and I verified it. So I think that step chambered created more pressure, and then creating more pressure created more felt recoil. Does that sound crazy? What is a step chamber? I've never heard of that. So... Um, if you look inside the chamber of a Walther, you pull the barrel out and you look inside of it, you can see like any other gun, you would look in the chamber and it's all one size. Well, where the case actually goes in, it's, it's essentially tighter. Um, and so when that case goes in there, it's supported 360 degrees all, all around it. It's tighter. And then essentially right after the case or the rim, I think in that little lip, I think is where it ends. So then it gets bigger. The, the chamber gets bigger there. Does that make any sense? No. Okay. It's just tighter. It's a tighter chamber. And um, hmm. I got more velocity out of it. So I think that just created more pressure, which created more felt recoil. So saying that, 
if I took the same ammo and put it in each gun, I felt like um, I actually felt like the Legion was pretty flat, shot the flattest. But I never chronoed that same ammo out of the Legion to make sure it was the same power factor or roughly within this, within the same very you know close. And um, the Shadow Two, I didn't shoot it enough. I mean, I I shot it a lot, but it, it kind of got to the point where I was like, I can't feel these these guns and how one's more soft than the other. So I'm going to have to say that the Legion did feel softer, and then I would say the other heavy guns, which would be the Shadow Two, but. I don't think I'm recoil sensitive as far as in nine millimeter when I'm really going. Cause it doesn't seem to be something that registers in my mind. Mm-hmm. If that makes any, that makes any sense. So again, I would not choose a gun based upon how flat it shot. Right. So what are some other aspects that you looked at? Like ease of, breakdown or ease of cleaning something like that well i mean i didn't really look at that too much but they're all fairly any of them extremely easy so i mean nothing's simpler than the well no actually the canic's the simplest glock uh, gun to take down uh the walther polys are this are is is just as easy the canic's a copy of the walther um the parts aren't interchangeable but it's the copy so the canic and the walther are the, the poly walther are the easiest guns to take down i've ever ever tried to you just literally pull this these two buttons down i mean it's it's like the glock but they're easier to grab a hold of and pull down so then the glock's next and then but none of them are hard so uh you know, what the I, slides are interchangeable on the steel frame paul uh walther and not, the polymer not the steel frame are the slides interchangeable on what the a polymer walther and mechanic i doubt it they are oh they are yeah, I mean, I've seen that? videos. I've seen videos of people doing it. They just take it off, slide it on the mechanic, and go. Well, that's cool. So yeah, but yeah, the other thing that I I did want to kind of see if I could find something was is I wanted a gun that spit magazines out across the room, and I think the Walther was the best at spitting mags out. By far, the Shadow Two is extremely good at it. Does it really well too, um, but then the Glock sucks really bad. But again, if you just hold it straight up and push the button, it drops out. So, <coughs> why didn't you test a Beretta? I don't like Berettas, but they're really sexy. They're not sexy. They look yeah. stupid. You would be so much cooler shooting that new Beretta. Nice. So I had a Beretta. <laughs> I had one of the. I had one of the Wilson Combat Berettas when they first came out. This is before I got into shooting, or before I got into USPSA, and um, I hated it. It was accurate, but I hated the trigger guard, the way it dips down low. I just didn't like it. felt like it it's, couldn't get my hand up there, and uh, when you go to push the magazine button, it, the way it, where it's at, it kind of, my finger, it would press against my finger, because I was gripping the, you know, when you're holding the gun, and yeah, that seemed to hang up a little bit. I, I don't like the Brettas. I've never liked them. Um... Was that when you were shooting IDPA? That was before I even shot IDPA. I only started shooting IDPA for like six months before I started shooting USPSA. Right. So this is like, an, yeah, this is like. Were a, you better at IDPA? <laughs> 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 so, and then, so the other things I think were trigger and accuracy, and we already talked about accuracy. So 
than the trigger. The Canik has the best trigger. Once you put that new trigger shoe in it, it's got better trigger than any gun out there. You right, felt it. Better than you Shadow felt it. 2. Better than Shadow 2. What about what about reloadability? Man, yeah, that's a good one. Because if you're doing a lot of reloads, um, if you, if your technique is right for the for the gun, I feel like it's not much of an issue. But I feel like like for instance, the Tanfo the Tanfo is one of the harder ones. It always was for me. Uh, Shadow Two always seemed like a breeze. Glock, the new Glock Gen Fives are a breeze. I would probably say the Shadow Two and the Glocks are probably the easiest. Um, I didn't feel that the Walther was hard, and I don't feel that the um, Canic is hard, but I definitely think the uh, Shadow Two and the um, Glocks are easier, the easiest. And anything with a Magwell is way easier. Yeah. Well, and I think the Shadow Two has a, gener- a generous one, as does the Glock. Five, Gen Fives, even the Gen Fours weren't, and the pre-Gen Fives weren't bad. But the Gen Fives did open it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But saying all that, the gun doesn't matter. Exactly. I would pick the one you like the feel of the best. Shoot it, and if you like the sh- the feel of it, you know. The, the, when you hold it and shoot it and you like the feel of it, yeah. don't ever give it a second thought and shoot it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm almost like, I think I'm to the point where it's just, I'm going to choose the gun that I think looks the best as long as it works, you know? Like, if it works, I'm going to choose the one I like. The one that I think looks sexy. That's what I'm going to shoot. I think it makes the most sense to shoot a gun you like. Yeah, but, but but like based off the looks alone, okay. So they're all equally reliable, right? Well, listen to what you just you yeah you just said it doesn't matter. No, so I know that. It doesn't but it just matter. Like a stupid thing to use, I guess. Because to be honest with you, I never thought about the looks of any of them. Mm, aesthetics, man. Aesthetics is a it's a big one for me. Mhm. Mhm. I think Glocks look good, so. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I like Glocks, dude. I I don't even understand what there is to like about a Glock. But again, I don't I don't care. I'm just like it's a gun. It looks cool. It's it's it so, looks, I mean, it looks about as good as my my bullet gauge square has holes in it. I guess I could see that cuz it it does look pretty plain, right? It's just boxy and you know, it's is like a Jeep. They literally do nothing, but every 5 years they roll out some new texturing or some we put front strap uh we we uh got front cocking serrations you know and we and they act like they reinvented the freaking wheel and, and they didn't do anything that's what jeep did for all it still does i mean i'm not a jeep guy but it's like every time i looked at jeeps they talk about the new jeep and it's no different than the old jeep just a little uglier just a little uglier but it's like a jeep right it's right. reminiscent of a jeep so Glocks remind me, this is what a Glock reminds me of. It reminds me of like the box that a brand new set of like wrenches or or sockets comes in. Just the box. Like that, that plastic <laughs> flimsy <laughs> box that the clips break on. Oh, it's just trash. That's uh that's what Glock reminds me of. Mm-hmm. So, are you are you done talking about your new gun? <laughs> yeah, 
Okay, so it's uh, semi-interesting, I suppose. So uh, we were uh, we were playing with some of our shooting samples. Now the shot show's over, we can actually shoot some of our samples of the DWX and stuff we have. So I was playing with uh, one of them over in the range yesterday. So, so Wednesday, and I think I think I'm gonna uh, test it out in the next Tuesday night indoor match. See how uh, see how limited fits me. Uh, right now, I got a nine millimeter sample to shoot, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out in limited. See how it uh see how I like it in a match. Mm, are you gonna post that that video on the gram? Oh, I should post a screenshot only of like shooting so that no one can actually see the shooting part because that was people's complaints. Like when we like on videos that came out from shot show, people would be complaining like I haven't seen any videos of anyone shooting it yet. <laughs> You know, the fact that right. it's a brand new gun that hasn't shipped yet is, does not matter to them. Uh, right. I'll probably post some vi- If I shoot it, I'll post some videos. So you're going to shoot limited minor? Uh, just at the indoor match, yeah. May, uh, it's undecided yet. I mean, i got to confirm that I can take one home from work. But Man, likely. If you, if you want to really impress people, like shoot that gun at some majors and win. With a limited minor gun? Okay, so um But the guns, you know, so awesome. I don't I don't know I don't know of any local majors that I could reasonably expect to win shooting limited minor. Like there's yeah. there's too there's too many good shooters in limited around here that would be there. Like you're not gonna beat Cody shooting limited minor. I mean you're probably not gonna beat yeah. Cody shooting major. I would care. <laughs> Cody's very good, but it's definitely impossible to beat him shooting minor. It's definitely impossible. Um, gun runs, and then like which T- it will. TJ's pretty, down down in your neck of the wood, TJ's pretty damn good. I don't know. It would have to be a really good match to beat him shooting minor. I think. Yeah. Um, TJ has a good match. He's he's solid. Fall, fall, Cla- fall classics the match you could probably do it because there's so many partials. Uh, so basically. Your alpha count's going to be high because of all the steel and all the partials. Uh, but otherwise, no, I don't. I don't think minor is relevant and limited at all. But if they would implement Jason's limited division, minor. <laughs> limited minor only. I, no, 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 not only. I mean, you still have limited major, but you have limited minor as well. So. That's probably going to be the biggest thing to keep me from shooting limited. Is that I just don't really want to screw with forty. Mm. I got, I like shooting nine millimeter. It's easier. It's cheaper. It's just like it's better in every regard. So I don't really have any interest in shooting a uh, forty. Yeah, that's why they need to they need to pick up my division idea. Yeah, they do. And and you could just shoot that ten rounds. Mm-hmm. In yeah, I don't know. If it's, ten, if, it's ten round, if it's a ten round division, I'd rather just shoot my shadow two. I really like my shadow two, anyways. Okay. I think we should just like have two divisions: have optics and have irons. Everything minor. Yeah, it wouldn't bother me, honestly. What do you think, Jason? That's stupid. 
Jason wants more divisions. No, but that's what, dumb. That, Everybody. Optics, optics and irons. Okay. Open guns are going to win. Iron mm-hmm. optics. The 2011s. You like, like open anyways. The 2011s are going to, 9 millimeter 2011s are going to dominate in freaking yes. irons. So Okay, fine. We just keep it as it is, but we just get rid of L10. Why would, hold on, why would, uh, if everything was minor, why would the 2011s dominate? Well, he means he means nineteen eleven basic guns basically. My capacity and triggers well, and everything. If you're gonna shoot, yeah, but if you're gonna shoot limited and it's minor scoring, you're not gonna shoot a nineteen eleven. You're gonna go shoot a twenty eleven that holds, uh, you know, way more ammo. Yes. Why wouldn't you shoot a canic? Yeah, the yeah, mechanics have got the best for your all guns in the market. Not all guns in the market, but they got good. Jeff, tell him. It is good. It's really good. Well, why don't you come up and shoot with me on Sunday so I can check well, it hold out? Hold on a second. Okay. But let's talk about this. Um, I like the Canic. It's a great gun. It's a good gun. Um, it, you know, it, it's going to be awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do really well with it this year. But, man, putting giving me that in a division, and then on the same division I can shoot a 2011 that's 50, pa- 50 ounces. Yeah. Could you imagine? For- I mean, how much that's going to soak up recoil? Yeah, like that. Oh my that, God, that, recoil that, doesn't that guy, matter. That guy that was in our squad True. at Old Fort. Nine <laughs> <laughs> millimeter, twenty eleven. What happened? I mean, it looked like he was barely holding on to that gun, and it still wasn't moving. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff goes. I wonder if his ammo would make power factor. And so finally, <laughs> a couple couple minutes later, I'm I'm holding the timer, and I said, I want to chrono your ammo, because dude, there was <laughs> he, when he was hitting steel. And it was, I mean, we're talking about the plates on the plate rack, and they were just barely nudging over, dude. <laughs> it was pretty funny. No, that's a good point, too, though, Jared. You know, I, and I, because I just said the same thing. I was like, well, recoil doesn't matter. And so when you say that, it's kind of hard for me to argue with. But, dude, the 2011 is my, one of my favorite guns of all time, the way it just feels in your hand, and it's just awesome. So I'd still choose a 2011. I can't. I can't wait. I can't wait until you get a, uh, a DWX in your hand. I think you'll like it. I bet I will. I I really especially haven't heard much. Free. What? Especially if it's free. I'm not in the business of giving away guns. <laughs> Get in the business of giving away guns. <laughs> yeah, I like staying employed. Oh, okay. Go. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to stay employed if you do that, but or out of jail. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this is a good place to pinch it off. Yep. So we're going to pinch it off. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Go check out the Facebook page if you have questions or topic suggestions. Mm. And you guys have any closing remarks? If you need get to, tired, take a break. Yeah, if you get tired, take a break. You need to like plug a sponsor or anything like that. I want to plug my sponsor, Speaker okay. City. Okay. Speaker City. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, Callahan Auto Parts. Callahan Auto Parts. I haven't heard that name in a while. Cows. <laughs> okay. I think, I I think, think so. Jason's got a secret deal with Canik. I think they heard the podcast and reached out to him and are paying him to shoot that gun. He does. You're going to make you, you think Jason 
You think they heard the podcast, huh? <laughs> yep. I think, I think you're secretly sponsored. I think you're going to show up to the first major that you shoot this year in a jersey. There's your flawed logic that they heard the podcast. <laughs> All right, we pinching this thing off or what? Let's pinch it off. All right. Thanks, y'all. Oh, stop recording, damn it. <laughs>